Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. It is the Wednesday edition of the program. I hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you might be across this great country or this great land. The conference basketball tournaments are officially underway this week. We are nearly at the one-year anniversary of the NBA shutting down after Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID. And... I want to let you know that next Friday, that is nine days from now, we will be having a major public event for the OutKick VIPs. You can go sign up at OutKick.com slash VIP. 20% off of your sign up if you use the code VIP event. That's OutKick.com slash VIP with a 20% off code if you use the code VIP event. I encourage all of you to go get signed up today because we're going to be celebrating the return of the NCAA basketball tournament in downtown Nashville with our newest additions, Paul Kaharski, Jonathan Hutton, and Chad Withrow broadcasting live at our undisclosed location in downtown Nashville. All you have to do is go to outkick.com slash VIP and get signed up. VIP event is 20% off. All right. Uh, we got a lot of stories to dive into here. But finally... Nearly one year after American sporting events shut down, we are finally reaching the point where 100% capacity is returning for American sporting events. And I want to say, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose, thanks to Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas and the Texas Rangers ownership and team for becoming the first team out there to report Uh, that they will have 100% full attendance for the opening of the Major League Baseball season next month. So we've been asking this question. We've been debating it for a long time. I told you my favorites were the state of Texas and Florida to return and be back to 100% normalcy in terms of crowds. And boom, there we are. Here we are. We are now underway very soon with 100% crowds back for all games. I think this will spread very rapidly throughout the country. The Corona Bros are finally vanquished. It took a long time. It was a massive battle. We lost some along the way but we won the majority of our battles. College football wouldn't have happened without you guys, without the players, without the coaches, without the administrators fighting as hard as they did. We couldn't have found a way to 100% capacity back again in Texas. The Texas Rangers, it's the right call. There is no doubt. I believe every business across this great land in every state should be 100% open at this point. If you are still terrified of going out, that is your right. But why should your fears dictate my freedoms? It doesn't make any sense. It hasn't made any sense for months. Every school should be open. Every business should be open. And it's time to start to recognize how much we got wrong in response to COVID. It was a failure of epic magnitudes. The biggest failure of social policy 
in the history of the United States of America in my life and I believe the biggest failure of the bright minds and experts in this country since the Vietnam War. The data makes it pretty clear. Lockdowns didn't do anything other than destroy the overall economics of many different states. I've got this for you right now. The number of deaths in California and in Florida are virtually non there's almost no difference between them and if you look at the unemployment rates by state particularly no difference if you uh, adjust the calculations based on the age of people people in Florida on average are a lot older than people in California but I want to hit you with this to talk about the difference between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and the Governor of California Gavin Newsom. According to the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics the most recent unemployment rate in the country uh, is out and they break it down by state Florida has a 5.1% unemployment rate. That is the 19th best unemployment rate in the country and we right here are looking at California as the worst state nearly in the country with a 9.3% unemployment rate. Kids haven't been in school in almost the entirety of California. They haven't been able to play sports and again I just want to echo this. These are facts. This is not like some sort of wild opinion. Florida 5.1% unemployment rate according to the most recent data. California 9.3% unemployment rate. Virtually no difference in terms of deaths per capita. California has been locked down for a year. They haven't opened up Disneyland. They haven't allowed uh, people to work anywhere uh, in places of tourism such as those. Disney World has been open for almost a year. There have been almost no COVID impacts. I went to Universal Studios personally myself. My family's going back down to Universal Studios this summer uh, sorry, this spring and I just think it is an amazing factual point here that Florida has handled COVID infinitely better than California and almost no one in the media will tell it to you. Again, deaths nearly the exact same. Florida, 5.1% unemployment rate. Schools open for the entire year. Kids able to play sports. California, 9.3% unemployment rate. Everything shut down. There's an interesting metaphor there you can draw between Disneyland and Disney World. I think I'm going to write on it tomorrow. Uh, So this is I believe a failure to actually be the party of science. Ron DeSantis has done a better job of being the governor of science than any Democrat in the entire country. But props to the Texas Rangers and Texas Governor uh, Greg Abbott for getting things back open 100% capacity for opening day of Major League Baseball. Ironically that news breaks today which is the anniversary just about of the last sporting event with 100% capacity in the United States of America before everything got shut down with Rudy Gobert. I had a great stat for you. I saw Sage Steele tweeted this out. Uh, ESPN anchor Sage Steele really outstanding uh, person. She uh, said Jerry Jones bought the Dallas Cowboys in 1989 for $140 million. He just paid Dak Prescott $160 million. 
So over the space of the last 30 some odd years they have gone from uh, the franchise being worth $140 million to an individual player for the franchise getting $160 million guaranteed. By the way the Cowboys approximate net worth now what is that company uh, what is that business worth? $5.5 billion. He bought it 30 years ago for $140 million. It is now worth $5.5 billion. It's not a bad way to go Jerry Jones. Uh, I want to give props by the way. Uh, yesterday I, my son is a 7th grader at a uh, private high school in Nashville Montgomery Bell Academy and they had their father-son dinner yesterday and Kirk Herbstreet came out at ESPN college game day good dude and he was the uh, he was the he answered questions for the entire crew there 7th grade dads I have a 7th grader there 12th grade dads Herbstreet has a 12th grader there and he was absolutely fantastic and I tweeted out one of the things that he said but I do think you get so many questions I get asked all the time pretty much every day everywhere I go there's a lot of people who want to work in the world of sports and I think there's a lot of people who focus on where they start as opposed to where they're trying to end up. And Herbstreit told a good story about that graduating having been the quarterback for Ohio State he had two job offers. One was a business job offer that paid him $70,000 a year. The other was to do local sports talk radio that paid him $12,000 a year. He took the $12,000 a year job and that really resonates with me because I've talked to you guys about choices that I've made in my career before. If you chase money you oftentimes are selling yourself short if you're not thinking about the long-term investment and whether you have the passion to work incredibly hard at whatever your chosen profession would be. I got like all young lawyers a great offer when I graduated from Vanderbilt Law School. I could have gone and made six figures very rapidly. I would have made far more than my parents had ever made combined in my first salary. In fact, I did that. But I also knew I didn't have the passion for it. And so I started working to find a way to do what I do now. And it took me years and years to get anywhere near the salary that I would have made as a lawyer and now my salary has skyrocketed far beyond what the average lawyer will ever make in their entire career. I had to go backwards in order to ascend. In order to really take off in my career I had to think about where I was going and take risk built on passion as opposed to just making the decision uh, to go out and make a short-term decision. And I think a lot of kids are out there right now making short-term decisions and ultimately if you just chase money this is my advice to you almost all of you will burn out. If you love what you're doing and the money also is there good for you but what I have found is that passion often dictates success. Because if you're going to want to work 60, 80, 100 hours a week like many people out there who are successful end up doing you better love what you're doing on some level and if you don't there's somebody else out there who will love 
what they are doing far more than you and while you're sitting there counting the hours they're going to still be grinding because that's what they enjoy doing and they're going to have more success than you are. So look a lot of times you chase this idea and I've been there. Oh if I had a law degree oh if I graduate at this place from this illustrious institution or whatever else success is guaranteed. Success is never guaranteed. Success by and large is a function of how hard you want to work and how hard you are willing to work no matter what profession you embrace. But I thought it was really good advice uh, from Kirk Herbstreet. Uh, I thank him for giving his time to MBA which is a fantastic school. My kid is in 7th grade there. He's absolutely loved it. Uh, we're fortunate. Our kids have been in school all year. Uh, I went to public school K-12. through My kids are in public school. The two youngest my kindergartner and my 4th grader in fact the minute that I finish uh, this show here I'm leaving to go walk and pick them up at, uh, at school but I have to give them a, uh, uh, a lot of credit all the teachers who've been open but also again advice. Listen. If you're young and I know a lot of you are watching this right now who are young or you're listening to it a lot of times you worry about where you're starting instead of thinking about where you're trying to finish. Make your horizon broader than what you're going to get paid at 22 or 23 years old. My advice has always been look at what your boss's boss does. Is that something you would like to do? If the answer is no then it might make sense for you to pursue something else. Now there's also nothing wrong with just doing a job to make money. Lots of people do that. You might have kids, a mortgage, responsibilities, be the head of your household. There's nothing wrong with doing a job just to make money to cover your expenses but if you are young and you have flexibility and you have multiple hours uh, multiple options and you have a choice I wouldn't let it come down to dollars at the start. I would think about where you're trying to go. Uh, The NHL is moving to ESPN. I think it's a smart move. I think it's also an interesting investment because ESPN is basically putting everything behind the ESPN Plus paywall. And I don't know that most people have recognized what's going on with the business world right now but everything is rapidly shifting from the cable and satellite bundle to over-the-top streaming. This is why for instance we are going with our own over-the-top network which starts on Monday with the OutKick 360 show and why we are in the process of building out our own podcast network why we are in the process of building out our own over-the-top network because we know that people want on demand their ability to consume whatever content is out there and that a lot of you are moving away from just sitting down and flipping on your television. Now I think television is going to exist for still years and years to come but the business model now that makes sense is basically all these different bundles creating their own uh, reality and streaming. And I told you this years and years ago. I said hey you know what's going to happen? The cable and satellite bundle is going to turn into a bunch of different individual streaming companies and you guys are going to end up me included all of us are going to have to pay more money for the streaming services. Look I'll tell you right now what I pay for. Disney Plus Amazon Prime uh, Paramount uh, Hulu Uh, Peacock the WWE Network which at least is rolling into Peacock Netflix Uh, I can't even keep HBO Max I can't even keep up I think that's eight I think that's eight different streaming services that I pay for right now and I pay for those 
plus I pay for cable. So things aren't in any way I also have ESPN Plus because it's rolled in as a part of my Disney Plus subscription. I'm not in any way saving money at all. In fact, things are getting more expensive for me uh, as we uh, as we move forward and I know that's the case for a lot of you out there although some of you may be stealing your overall subscription so I do think that is a story that is uh, that is worth following the rise of the streaming services. couple of other different things out there. Uh, the NFL has announced a $182.5 million salary cap for teams in 2021. A lot of teams are way over the salary cap and you are starting to see a massive number of NFL free agents hitting the streets and I think what's going to happen is there are going to be a lot of one-year deals done to set the table for the next several years when the salary cap starts to rise again. There also probably will be some deals that are skewed not that expensive in year one but coming a lot more expensive in year two and in year three. I think that is where we are headed and the NFL is going to soon I believe announce all of their new television partnerships. It will be interesting by the way to see who gets the other half of the NHL package uh, whether it'll be NBC or potentially Fox that is able to snag the other half of the NHL's television package going forward. Um, Did you see this story? Uh, I couldn't believe it. Mumford & Sons which is a band I'm not an expert in music I know that I live in Nashville and we have a lot of musicians who are big OutKick fans and I enjoy meeting and hearing from those guys but I don't really know anything at all about music. Uh, I like listening to music occasionally but I'm not the guy who's going to be like breaking down this band compared to that band. I just I kind of have them tone deaf. Back in the day uh, I used to do chorus because that had to be one of our electives that I did in high school uh, and I went to Martin Luther King Magnet School downtown Nashville and we had a uh, we had a choral teacher who uh, Mr. Skandrick uh, was there forever um, and uh, short little like the black penguin right like short little guy always impeccably dressed uh, probably five feet tall bald I mean he looked a lot like the penguin character in Batman and uh, as he would walk around and listen to us sing he would decide you know you're a bass you're a soprano you're a whatever all the different ways that people can sing. I was a bass because I have a fairly deep voice but I had no ability to maintain any kind of uh, any kind of tone. And so I remember him standing in front of the basses one day and he told me he said you lip sync and you are going to be the person in this chorus group who announces what songs we are singing but then you never actually sing because you aren't able to stay in actual uh, tune with everybody else. So I'm not a music guy never have been I'm tone deaf I don't have any abilities there. But did you see this story? This is unbelievable. Mumford and Sons has canceled their guitarist for liking a conservative book by a guy named Andy No N-G-O I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce his name I've seen him he's very active on social media and he wrote about why Antifa is a terrorist organization. Well they are and they've been terrorizing Seattle and Portland for a full year now with no real consequences being levied against them and the guitarist for Mumford & Sons had the audacity to say that he liked 
Andy's book which was a New York Times best-selling book and then when he got criticized for that post he then apologized and threw himself at the feet of the woke mob which is something that you can never ever do. I apologize if I get facts wrong and that rarely happens. You don't ever apologize for an opinion. You can agree or disagree with everything that I say. I don't particularly care what your opinion is of my opinion. I tell you what I think and you can either love or hate it and this is just a further example of this toxic cancel culture that continues to grow and spread like a monstrous virus. And rather than get better without Donald Trump in office it has actually gotten worse because the Biden administration is allowing it to flourish because they are terrified of standing up to the woke mob and instead they are allowing it to overwhelm them. This is, I believe, the biggest threat that exists in American life today. It's a dual threat. Cancel culture twinned with identity politics is a noxious uh, weed that needs to be canceled itself from American culture. Finally, this is something that makes me very uh, optimistic about things. I, my, several years ago for those of you who are new to, uh, to listening or watching OutKick I went on the uh, CNN and told uh, analyst Brooke Baldwin on her show host Brooke Baldwin that I believed in only two things completely the First Amendment and boobs. And she lost her mind. That was several years ago. The clip went viral then. It has now been several years since then and with the rise of TikTok that video is everywhere. It has gone viral. Millions of likes. It's now also spread all throughout Instagram and I am incredibly encouraged by how many young people people who are no longer millennials what are they? Generation Z I think they're calling them that absolutely love this video because they have recognized how toxic cancel culture is and also how absurd it is. And so if you're listening to me right now and you're around my age and you're despairing because the millennials have lost their mind and they've all gotten in bed with this woke culture nonsense one thing you need to know is that things swing back in the opposite direction. And it's not rebellious in any way to be a part of woke culture because all the big corporations agree with you all the political party that's in power right now that has the Senate that has the House and that has the White House agrees with you there is a counterculture brewing and there is going to be a counter to woke culture and I think it's going to be even more powerful than woke culture and I think a tempest is brewing and a storm is coming and I believe it is going to overwhelm all of woke culture and anyone who tries to get anyone canceled or says that they are offended is going to become a massive loser as everything starts to turn in this society. I really believe that it's coming. The success of my First Amendment and boobs clip all over TikTok and all over Instagram is a great harbinger of that. Kids are fed up with BS. They can see through it. They don't like artificiality and right now our nation is steeped in artificiality and the truth shall rise again and woke culture is going to drown. 
That's what's coming and I'm going to be there leading the damn charge. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. If you want to come hang out with us in downtown Nashville outkick.com slash VIP get signed up now. VIP event 20% off. It's going to be a lot of fun. The NCAA tournament is coming back. Props to the Texas Rangers on 100% capacity for opening day. We fought our way all the way back from insanity to normalcy and things are getting better in a hurry. This has been Outkick the Show. Love you guys. See y'all.